Hello, hello. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. I'm Natalie Ba, and you're listening to It's All Light. Today, our special guests are none other than my parents, Brent and Rochelle Ba. <laughs> Say hello. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking about what I wanted to do for the Valentine's Day episode, as well as just all of February. I wanted a focus of love in the episodes, and it goes nicely well. It goes well with just loving your passions and what you light up about. So today I wanted to just ask my parents a few fun questions that can help you understand your relationships better and how to build a good relationship. They're a great example to me in my life, as well as just a fun episode to get to know my family. So first, Brenton Rochelle, Ba, mom and dad, tell us about yourselves. What are things that, li- that you light up about? <laughs> what do I light, out of, light up about? Um, so you've been doing this podcast for talking about it for about a year now, right? So I should have had plenty of time to think about it, <laughs> but at the last minute on the spot, I think I lied up about music, particularly Broadway musicals. Oh yeah. Um, I heard your producer talk about Nutella and you bet I do light up about that, <laughs> um, especially Nutella on bana- with bananas on Ritz toast. <laughs> or on toast. Yeah. Yum. My no, mom. Not on toast. Oh, well, grow- <laughs> I mean, but, but I like. Yeah. Growing up, my mom would make me, I would be watching Dragon Tales before kindergarten and she'd come downstairs with toast and it was had half peanut butter and half Nutella and man, I had it good. My mom would make me food and just bring it to me <laughs> like a little I princess. <laughs> Fun fact about my um, mom. I think my love of Nutella actually spurs from my love of Germany and all things German. Mm-hmm. That's where she served her mission when she was a young girl. The German language. I, yeah, I light up. And I World Cup soccer. soccer. <laughs> and World Cup soccer, for Olympics. sure. The Olympics. Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Dad, your turn. Um, what lights me up? Um, no, what do you light up? <laughs> <laughs> I am passionate about mom. I'm passionate about the outdoors, oh, camping, yeah. hiking. I like to run. I like tennis. I like basketball. Um, I like history. I like pizza. You like a lot of things. I like a lot. <laughs> He is what you call a renaissance man. He does it all. He's a dentist. He paints. He hunts. He shoots guns. He does all of the above. If anyone's interested, we can do a, a live tour of his man cave that I love. It's so it's so cool, and it's very, very Brent Baugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he wor- has worked as a dentist his whole life, well, after dental school. And then my mom has done teaching and accounting and... She fills her time with lots of really good things. And she was mainly a mom. So there's there's a little bit about my parents, both born and raised in Utah, in Murray. They grew up in the same stake. So now the first question, how did you two meet? Well, I guess, how long have you been married? Almost 31 years. Almost 31 years. Nice. Yep. And how did you guys meet? My dad was Rochelle's ward's hike counselor. Mm-hmm. And for a year, year and a half, he kept coming home and telling me I should take out this girl that I'd never seen before. <laughs> and so later, the singles ward had a trip to Lake Powell, and we both met there and started dating for four months until Rochelle went on her mission. And then in that time while she was on her mission, my friend Chris 
and got to know Rochelle's sister through me and they got married. And um, when Rochelle got home from her mission, I had kind of decided I'd be off to dental school, which I did go, what, two weeks after you got home? And um, across the states, right? Had us over at their house and. Let me tell this part. part, (laughs) Well, when when we said who gets to talk first, he said his story's more fun. And and his story's accurate. Um, But when we met, we I had not been going to the singles ward. So when I I heard about this Lake Pal trip with the young adults. I grabbed a bunch of guys in my ward that had just come home from their mission. This was before your mission, mom, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when we went, it was fun, but it wasn't until the last day being at Lake Powell, all of a sudden I just decided I would have, would love to go on a date with Brent Baugh. <laughs> and I came home and I was. And why? Like, Wait, let's pause. What about him stood out to you? Good question. I don't know. He had been kind of in charge of that trip. So maybe he was kind of organized. Uh, he liked that. <laughs> what? I was handsome, looked good in a swimsuit? What? That might have been, but you know this. <laughs> Remember, girls' brains are different than boys' brains. <laughs> um, I don't know. It was, just, it was fun. I remember driving home. My friends and I were in one car, and he and his friends were in another car, and we detoured to Goblin Valley. And just, he was fun. He had a fun laugh. Pro- probably just, he was fun. That That's what caught me initially, right? And then dad, besides mom and her cute swimsuit, what stood out to you? Um, so she was appealing that way, right, physically. And she seemed to have a good testimony, wanted to go on a mission. Mm-hmm. Had good character that way. I mean, that's initially, right? So you dated for, so... You said you wanted to go on a date with him, and then, Dad, you asked Mom out when you got home from Lake Powell. And then from there, you dated for about four months, right? Correct. And that was when Mom was working on her mission papers and getting ready to go on her mission. Right. And, And, and Mom, you were 21 at the time, though, or 20. I was 20. And my dad uh, was 24. Yeah, Okay, so keep going. So I had always wanted to go on a mission. And so I think in my brain, nothing was going to stop me from going on a mission. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I did not, now I can look back at our relationship those four months before my mission and realized, oh, we were really dating, Mm -hmm. but it was, wasn't ever something that I, I knew that we were dating. I never would have called him my boyfriend at the time. I also had previously dated somebody who happened to be on a mission at the time. Mm-hmm. where we had communicated a lot. We had talked about everything. Brent and I didn't really talk. We just had a fun time. We just had a fun <laughs> time doing things. But I look back, I'm like, we went out, you know, we had dates every weekend, a couple nights a week, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I would watch him go play basketball. Nice. I started going to the young adult ward. So we hung out a lot. Did you hold and hands then, and, like, kiss and cuddle, too? We did hold hands. It took quite a while before he kissed me. And, but you know what? <laughs> this I didn't funny. kiss a lot of girls. <laughs> I had, so both of our moms had served and staked with young women's together. Mm-hmm. But I was out of the house by that time. 
Um, so I actually said something to my mom, like, I don't know if he even likes me. <laughs> you didn't hold my hand for a long time. For like, a long time. Like three weeks so, in, right? He didn't hold your hand? No. Well, well like a month. That's about three we were going in. out all the time. So I said something <laughs> to my mom, like, I don't know if he even likes me, aside from the fact that he keeps asking me out. And That's then a good think, sign. Sometimes think, girls can't even get that, which is hard. I think my mom might have said something to his mom. And then, like, the next thing I know, he starts holding my hand. <laughs> and then there's a kiss. And anyway, so I get my mission call. I kind of wondered if our relationship slowed down just a little bit when I got my mission call. Yeah, because my dad's like, well, but, I guess she's going. Right, Dad? Well, he, right. he knew I was all the time. Yeah. And <laughs> But right before we had a date, right before I was to be set apart, we went and played racquetball together. And I remember driving in the car. And I said to him, so are you going to write me? And he looked at me, gave me an odd look, <laughs> and didn't say anything. Oh, no. I don't remember that. So <laughs> when we've, we've had this conversation <laughs> years after we were married, and he said he didn't say anything because he thought it was a dumb question because he thought, of course, he was going oh, to write yeah. me. I, you've told but me this before, what? yeah. He wrote me. I wrote him twice. He wrote me once. He did not write <laughs> for 18 months. So... Amazing. When I find out my sister's dating his best friend, and then they get engaged, I thought, oh, okay, I guess I'll see Brent Baugh again. Right, and so, so then you came home from your so mission. So we came home. I'd been home a couple days. It was a couple days before the wedding. Soon-to-be brother-in-law says, come on over. Come see the, our, the bridal shower gifts we've, we've got. So I said, okay. I go over there. We're in the basement, my sister and I talking, and Chris comes down and says, oh, Brent's on his way over. And instantly I was like, oh, I'm scared to death. A new little RM. <laughs> yeah, I'd been home like three, four days. I was freaked out. And you're like, I've heard from this guy once. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But like, and but you had really liked him. Like you had dated before your mission. Like he was the last guy you, before your mission that you dated. Well, I didn't, I didn't yeah. know what was going to happen at all. I, I, but that's right. That's correct. Right. That's yeah. and but, I, but I really didn't, wasn't expecting much I and, didn't know what to and you hadn't said i love you at all during those four months oh, you no. were just dating having oh, fun no. it was more casual we're still working on that <laughs> <laughs> oh funny funny okay yeah, so serious. so yeah. you see brent you see dad at kim and chris's and right before they got married just to see all their wedding gifts and then keep going so from the time they got married i mean we for a week before he was moving away to omaha for dental school we probably saw each other every day. A lot, yeah. And, um, but so still that night you saw each other, you were kind of nervous. Dad, you knew she was going to be there? No, I didn't. Oh. You didn't? I think Kim and Chris, it was a sneaky ploy. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, that worked. my dad and his and best friend married, married sisters, and so now they're best That's friends good. and brothers. <laughs> so fun. So fun. Okay, so then when you so, saw her dad, were you excited? What did you, what did you feel? Like, did you have other girls remember. you were dating at a time? I yeah. did. I did. And then did you kind of just slowly drop them and just start seeing mom? Yeah, yeah. A little bit before going to dental school. But it was just a time and frame of it, a week, one week. Then, yeah, we would talk on the phone from dental school, but back then you didn't have cell phones. Right. And it was really expensive to call long distance. So we'd talk like once a week. And you're and about just 26 mom, at the time, right, Dad? And Mom, now you're 23. Or 22. You're 22 and he's about 25, 26 at this point? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. So you talk on the phone. And then mom just happened to come out 
and drive through Nebraska on her way to New, New York, York back with, east her, to with visit some relatives. of her family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at that point, it, it had progressed enough that when she came through via the phone so calls, came through. Yeah. Via the phone calls, long distance. They came through on their way to New York and on the way back, they stayed at my place. Mm-hmm. And then at that time, we talked about marriage. Wow. That's, that's kind of fast. And then got engaged in December and married in June. And when I came back for the summer from dental school. So 10, 10 months after I'd been home from my mission. So when so you got married. A lot of it was but really. A lot of it was long distance. Mom, Rochelle came out um, during spring break. Thanksgiving. Um, and then we got, yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, yeah, the visit. Anyway. And you got engaged at my dad's family Christmas party playing the the gift the, the gift game where you had the last number to choose the final gift and it was the white elephant, white game. elephant game yeah and someone else had gotten the the gift and my mom recognized it was the ring because they had ring shop together <laughs> and then my dad proposed yep. <laughs> <laughs> dad do you remember really. do you remember what you said when you proposed um i'd rather not say when we first talked about when you first talked about it that's pretty funny too yeah, no, let's go. Let's move on. No, you can. Mom can share. It's <laughs> not, it's, I don't think it's bad. Mom, go ahead. Now, well, now our listeners are curious. So, my sister and I and Brent were sleeping in sleeping bags in his living room floor. My <laughs> parents my were in his bedroom <laughs> on the bed because we had to get up early to road trip. And so, I knew my sister was probably awake. A fake but sleeping. We had no other alternative. <laughs> we were leaving. We yeah. needed to talk. And I had given Brent the opportunity to talk in the car. We had to go get gas. <laughs> he chose not to talk. Well, so and and why did you we why did talking. you feel the need to talk? Just because you had been talking on the phone so much and we're falling in love? Had you said I love well, you over the phone? Because his person. friends. In person. His friends were saying things, his family was saying things. People were saying things about us, but we weren't saying anything about us. And did you call so yourself dating kind of each other or were you still seeing other people? No. Mm. Well, I was so interesting. Dental school. I was kind of seeing other guys. Well, not mm. seriously, but um, your focus was on Brent. Anyway, so, so yeah, so then Brent, so Brent and I started talking and he just said, the way I see it, we could get married. <laughs> I think that's awesome, Dad. I don't think you have anything to be embarrassed about with that. Way I see, we could get married. It's a good, not, like, not two good things. Romantic, is it? When did you say I love you? Hopefully, you said it before then. <laughs> no, probably about that night. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I think I brought it up. Oh. I think you brought it up my mom was like, "Does this man love me?" <laughs> Usually, love, love, love happens your whole marriage, yeah. your whole life. But yes, <clears> it needs to the be beginning. Any marriage before should be grounded on love i think the feelings are there it was hard for dad to verbalize and still is probably <laughs> for me too so it, was, it was part of that conversation so what what does love mean to you guys what's it mean what is I think love, it means love, putting, love? Put, putting the other person first hmm. well it's I think you get as close to charity. It's so love between a husband and wife is is going to be different than love for a friend or other people, siblings, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
covenant that you make together, um, it's different. And so, yeah, you you both try to make the best of every situation and work through all the challenges and have fun together, all that. Hmm. Your go-to person. Yep. And what else does love mean to you? Dad? What else? That you focus on that person. So we talked at the very start, you had us talk about things that bring light to us. Mm -hmm. And so part of love is mom likes Broadway. So I'm okay going to one once in a blue moon, but because I love her, I will go with her to a lot of Wait, shows. But now you, act, now you enjoy it though. But maybe yeah, that, but not, so, not as much as me. more so because of me, but also if I like to go up in the mountains, go Turkey hunting, mom's like, Hey, I'll come with you. And mm -hmm. not that she really wants to be there, but she comes along to be together. And so we, part of that love is we both, um, allow each other to explore our things that we like yeah. and, and enjoy. I've seen some relationships where um, the, the other person doesn't allow their spouse to do things they love to do, and that's not healthy. Right. I remember reading in a book years ago by a doctor who said the best relationships are two ind individuals who would do just fine on their own but choose to be together, and one, the, one spouse isn't like a leech to the other spouse and controlling. No codependency. Are, there's no codependency. So that's the best yeah. situation that you both would be fine on your own, but you choose to be together because it's greater. The sum of both parts are greater. So what was important to you when you were seeking to find a spouse? And then what has continued to be important as well as like, what are real expect realistic expectations you can have with your spouse or with someone you hope to be your spouse? So I think a lot of people have ideas of what they want and maybe some things matter less. So first question, what was important for you to find in a spouse? Well, like I said earlier, religion, mm -hmm. both of having testimonies, um, both of us. So physical attraction, I was attracted to her physically. Mm -hmm. So mentally, we enjoyed talking together mm -hmm. um, and being together. Similarities, we like certain things the same. Mm -hmm. but both I think, grew up in similar backgrounds, loved the outdoors. Yeah. And, and both of us, I think you could tell early on that we'd both be committed. I think some relationships, sometimes one person isn't as committed to make it work when things right. get hard. Right. I, don't know. I think a lot of, I mean, I second everything that dad said, but I think we also both realized through each year of marriage and beyond how lucky we were in that we had so many things in common mm -hmm. that we maybe didn't recognize that we did at first either. Yeah. Um, a lot of it looking back, like I didn't know that about you, but it sure has worked out well <laughs> that, you know, enjoying the mountains. I mean, he knew I liked camping or, right, right. or whatever. He knew I enjoyed hiking, running, I don't know, different things that, we've enjoyed together that we yeah. didn't necessarily do together before we were married. Hmm. And, you know, even similar tastes in music that, I mean, we didn't know we had that, but, and, and again, it's growing together too. So maybe, maybe it was just growing together that, that became the similarities besides. We learned to enjoy country music while living in Nebraska together. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like wasn't I, a thing here in Salt Lake. I feel like I grew up with country, though, with you two. 
Right. Yeah, but but really, I didn't start till we got married and lived in Nebraska. Nebraska right? wow. didn't have anything but country <laughs> music and corn. <laughs> at the time. At the time. So the second part of that question was, what are realistic expectations to have when looking for a spouse? Realistic expectations. Um, hmm. Well, somebody that, that makes you feel good. Somebody that um, is willing to communicate with you. Mm-hmm. Someone. Well, what matters to you? I think that question is different to each person. That's some, true, yeah. I know some women love to have a, a guy that is super funny and just quick on his toes. Some people, this is what mom wished I had, but <laughs> they can play the guitar and sing to him. Or, I mean, there's so many different things that each person <laughs> desires. So expectations mm-hmm. that depend on the person. Mm-hmm. Mom, how have you dealt with that fantasy in your head of having a guy who could sing and play the guitar and not having that fantasy realized? How oh, did you deal question. with that? <laughs> because uh, because it like, probably wasn't, like we're it talking about, it's it's not important enough to to be a factor, but it's still just like a fantasy in your head, right? Well, I enjoyed singing, right? And I, so of course I thought it'd be fun if if I had a guy that enjoyed singing you know, whether with me or I, I don't know what, there was another thing too. Oh, like musical. Like I love to sit and listen to people play the piano. Uh-huh. I, mean, I play the piano a little and man, if I had a guy that could play the piano, that'd be really cool. But it, it it's, they not a, it's not a game changer though. They, exactly. It wasn't. So you kind of, the most important things again, I, in our situation would be religion, I think. Well, I think loving the Lord. I think that was, yeah. Yeah. The other things were secondary. Yeah. So I love that. Um, your preferences, your requirements and your deal breakers. Yeah. I do look back though. And I think, um, I look at someone in a past relationship, you know, someone I had dated Uh and he's a great guy and there's no question. I, you know, I loved him, but I also look at my life now with dad, with Brent and Mm -hmm. my life's probably more relaxed or maybe I'm not as uptight as I might have been had I married that other guy (laughs) (laughs) no it's true so that's a good balance for me so um I had two questions the first one's kind of like a follow-up with what we're talking about do you feel like like did you ever question what Whether you, we should marry? No. Well, yeah. Yeah. Did you have any hesitancies? That's a good, that's a good of question. Of course, I think. Yeah. But once we, once we talk marriage. Yeah. You always do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole thing, you kind of wonder, and there's other people, and you could have pursued or gone forward with. So how did yeah, you? Yeah, once you got to that point. I see, how did you get what? over that, though? Because I feel like so many people in my generation struggle with hesitancies because like oh what if this isn't the person for me or what if this isn't the person I want to choose for the rest of forever um I think I've heard this Mm -hmm. and um like some people say that there's several people out there that you could have married and been fine right right and then after you who wants to be fine (laughs) it's it's the commitment though after I I think once once we said we were going to get married that was it that yeah, yeah, that you don't. We didn't question, yeah. and it well, especially when there's no no one else. When well, of course, then when we got engaged, and then of course when we got married, mm-hmm. it, it was never it was never a question because we had made that commitment and that covenant. Yeah, and, you but know, it's and, different with everybody. And right? whether 
Whether mm-hmm. someone gets married in the temple or not, it's still a covenant. The marriage mm-hmm. is a covenant. Yeah. Um, a contract. I remember I remember you telling me too, Mom, when you guys were talking about marriage, that you like you knew you would be making your temple covenants and make those promises to each other, but you also talked to dad and said, like, no matter what, whatever hardships come, like we promise we're gonna just stick it through, depend like no matter how hard it would get. And I, I mean, you've, you're still together. You've worked remember. through anything that remember. life's thrown at you, but I don't know. You told me that once. I don't remember verbalizing that with dad ever, but oh. I think both of us had that expectation, mm. yeah. which that, again, I think we probably lucked out in that. Yeah. Like, we're, we're, I've heard arranged marriages do better than our marriages that we get a two-time <laughs> spouse uh-huh. because I think they're arranged and the couple knows that's how it is and they make it happen because that's how they make it and they make it work. And they they can love each other too, right? And grow that you grow love. To, you, grow you grow to, to love, love somebody. Yep. Yeah, you can. The the love we had when we got married is so different than the love we have now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's For talk sure. about yeah. that. I had another question, but I forgot it. So let's talk about that. How is the love different, Mom? Uh, well, <laughs> it's more. I don't know. There, there's just a greater understanding. And, you know, even, even if dad bugs me, even if he's on my nerves, whatever, (laughs) I still love him. Even when mom's snoring, I I still, I'm fine. (laughs) I mean, and yeah, I mean, even there might be times that I turn my back to him in bed because I'm frustrated with him, but by the time the morning comes (laughs) around. We've yeah, you know how people always down. at weddings, they always yeah. say, never go to bed angry. Mm-hmm. We find it the opposite. If you go to bed angry because you're just tired, <laughs> you wake <laughs> it up won't and everything's matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it goes both ways, depending on the, the extremity of what's what's being bugged, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and but sometimes it could just be you're tired. You, you talk about how love is different now than mm-hmm. it was when we first got married. I mean, we brought children into the world and all their lives and the the things we've done together, you know, careers and schooling and life and ups and downs and dealing with aging parents or whatever. Yeah. We, we haven't had huge, huge hardships, but Mm -hmm. we're very blessed. Gratefully been together through ups and downs. Yeah. And you guys didn't mention this, but I'm assuming like, Besides religion, you had similar views on money, maybe, and how you wanted to raise no. your family. <laughs> Mom wants to save money. I want to spend money. We okay, maybe not. <laughs> when a week before we were getting married, so we'd been long distance, right? But like, came home in May. Four four June weeks 10th. before we got married, he got he was on his school break, and about a week before we were getting married, he invited me over to show me his finances which meant his student loans for dental, for dental school, school. For dental. four years so of dental he was school in, in a professional program and um it wasn't cheap and i had never had you know i i my parents were helping a little bit with college and i was working to pay for college and i didn't have loan i shared car i didn't have a car i shared with my sisters and bummed rides from friends and anyway so i didn't have loans and i literally was sick to my stomach <laughs> when he showed me that however <laughs> i was very very appreciative he showed me that before we got married yeah that's important and so he was open about that and um 
yeah. week before Zelda. So that 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 in my head, I we call hard conversations. Were there other hard conversations that you found helpful, or even in the first few years of marriage to help grow your love and 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 remain committed for thirty one years? What has helped? Hard conversations. I don't think so. Like talking about your feelings or expressing frustrations or. <laughs> mom expresses them and i do whatever she says and, <laughs> and we're yeah, good right no um having conversation i mean some sometimes i'll tell dad we need to talk we need it and he'll like oh no what treat, yeah, <laughs> but, treat that like yeah i treat, will say <laughs> um and sometimes he didn't want to talk and i'd have to learn how to back off i'm still learning that but he's also still learning. Mm. Sometimes we need to talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Communication is uh, important in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And some people are better at it than others, and I'm not good at it. Well, and, and we communicate different ways. Some right, of us communicate right. more verbally, and some of us communicate more with action or physical contact or, you know, Gifts, things whatever. like that. I mean, we, even though, I don't think we ever really verbalize it but we always kind of tried to go to bed at the same time even though somebody was studying or working or doing things we kind of communicated that we were going to bed and we tried to have that time together mm-hmm. um you'd pray together and try to read your scriptures together and go to the temple once a month together right going to the temple was a huge thing that worked for us once a month we were part of a sealing group for 18 years. about 18 years wow that's and awesome that was that was awesome because we had a commitment mm-hmm. with other people. Mm-hmm. We our excuses, and that reminded you of 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 the marriage covenant. You oh yeah, once a month, generally yeah. You created yeah. together. I mean, there Great. have been times. I mean, life. We we are always trying to prepare or progress mm-hmm. and do better. Right. And sometimes, sometimes we did better than others, and what you know what we did as a couple whether it was i remember one year for christmas i think we had two little kids and for christmas dad wrote up a card and said you get a babysitter once a week and i'll plan the date and you know that was kind of reaffirming our goal to go on dates and mm-hmm. to strengthen our relationship as a couple yeah we've often said um we all, we we still find it really um, is strengthening to get away from our house to to have a night out or a, a weekend away mm-hmm. yeah um, we had a goal to go on an overnighter could be up the canyon camping in a tent but do that four times a year and it's and four times a year doesn't sound like that much and it's a lot and we didn't do it and we didn't often. even make Never. it that way but well you know we went on a couple we've been to hawaii three times every time without our kids <laughs> Sorry, Nat. Um, but those are good things in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember you go do your canyoneering couples trip that not yeah. only yeah. had the adventure, but would incorporate writing letters to each other and getting to know each other because oh, yeah. 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 Cause change, change is inevitable in people. Yeah. Hmm. And that, what, that was good too. Cause it forced dad to write a letter. <laughs> <laughs> all the guys, all the guys. I mean, the group leader, a friend of ours, mm-hmm. luckily he, he had the foresight to do that, and it was cute. It, yeah. yeah. 
Because that doesn't come naturally to dad to write a letter, right? Yeah. I mean, we all show we all show our love differently and receive love differently, which I'm trying to read the Love Languages book that talks about how important it is to understand all of the languages so you can clearly communicate love to others. So what do you love about each other? He's still fun. I still want to spend time with him. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think I... <laughs> I still have the the dream that he'll enjoy going grocery shopping with me. <laughs> <laughs> However, I did last night. I did. Good. He did, and yeah. It, it, sometimes marriage, when the marriage involves a family, it is a divide and conquer. A lot of dividing and conquering, mm-hmm. but it's nice to when you have time together to do even just the little things. Well, and now it's just you two. All your kids are gone. It's just you two. That doesn't mean we don't (laughs) do things for and with our kids, though. That doesn't mean our time isn't (laughs) taken by other things other than our own wishes and desires. (laughs) What else? Keep going. What do you love about each other? What do you like to do together? Or Well... We like to go travel together. Well, we like to do things together. We like to camp. Yeah. We like to go up in the mountains and run or hike. Mm-hmm. Or he'll fish. I used to fish, but now I just take a book. I enjoy <laughs> but I, yeah. I can be out there mm-hmm. and enjoy that. Still support our kids, even though they're mostly gone out of the house. Mm-hmm. Very supportive parents. All those things. Um, what do you love about mom, dad? Her eyes, her face, her <laughs> testimony, <laughs> love of music. Mm-hmm. She loves me. And when you're together, yeah. do you she's feel... smart. Oh, yeah, keep going. I didn't want to interrupt. No, she's smart. Mm-hmm. Was ambition and drive a thing you remember learning about each other when you were first dating and getting married? I don't think so. Not necessarily. I mean, I was in college... And he was, you know, working on his career goals. So you were yeah. both moving I mean, in, we're, we're, in those directions that you wanted to support each other in? Yeah. It was just what was going on. It wasn't yeah. kind of the stage of life. Stage mm-hmm. of life, yeah. Yeah. So when you spend time together doing these fun things, hiking, biking, why do you think that brings you two closer together? How does that help your relationship? I think anytime you're doing things together, that's a good thing because you're talking if, if and you engaging. Both, so I said earlier, it's good that you might have your, like I might want to go fishing, but if I'm always gone away from mom, that's not healthy for right. your marriage. Right. And like but, you said, but at the same time, sometimes you need those times where you're apart. But if you have things like go up the Canyon here and go for a run mm-hmm. or for a mountain bike ride or whatever it is, when you're together, that's going to strengthen your relationship and you get to do something fun. And it's not all the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other things you do together, working in the yard, cleaning the garage, whatever. Anytime you can be together is a good thing. You, mm-hmm. You're going to let me help clean the garage? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to just take everything and dump it. And I'm like, let's wait. We got to go through it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, wonder like if people are, I wonder if people are getting where I come from talking to you too. <laughs> Because there's bits of <laughs> bits and pieces of me in both, or bits of pieces of you, in, both of you in me. Okay, I have two right. last questions. One, okay. what helps? What helps your relationship when times are tough? Going to sleep. <laughs> Prayer. 
prayer. Um, and going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just sticking to it. Just sticking to the basics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plugging along. Like today, even we were talking about different things. I wasn't super stressed, but there were different things going on. And I, I was pretty tired. I There was a lot of my mind. Mm-hmm. And he just said, why don't you go take a nap for half an hour? And that was, that was helpful. Mm-hmm. Not not that I need permission to do that, but he gave me permission. <laughs> he reminded me that might be good for me. Do you feel like uh, your strengths and weaknesses balance each other out? Definitely. How so? Mom's a red blue personality. I'm a white yellow. <laughs> so and that, and logically, hundred percent balanced. <laughs> if, we, if we were both yellow white or just yellow, we'd be in trouble. If we were both reds, we would. I mean, I'm assuming people out there would understand the color. Yeah, code. yeah. Now, I mean, the basics. You can Google yeah, it. Yeah, if we were both red, it would be okay, but you would have more clashing and mm-hmm. more fights. And more fights because you'd both be so stubborn. Yeah. So I think personality-wise, we we uh, yin and compliment. yang. We compliment, compliment each, each other. other. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like, Mom, you go to Dad to help you learn new things and become better at things, and Dad, do you feel the same way? Like. That's part of your relationship now. It's part of your personality. I think that you, if you want to get better at something and then you help each other, mm-hmm. I don't think we go to each other. To, I don't go to, well, I go to mom to help me with things that she's better at. Mm-hmm. Like writing. Yeah. Like mom I'm, does I'm, the same thing with me. So I, but yeah, yeah like, like I'm, I'm taking a Spanish class. Right. So mm-hmm. I do try to have dad. Yeah. Help me with that. My dad served in Venezuela. Really... I know we talked about my mom, but yeah, my dad speaks Spanish. And they have four <laughs> yeah. lovely children. I'm the second daughter. There's an older daughter, a younger daughter, a younger brother, and a nephew, and a brother-in-law. Son-in-law for you guys. Mm-hmm. I forgot to say that yeah. at the beginning. <laughs> all right, we're wrapping up. So think about this whole episode. What's your uplifting takeaway for all the people listening? What What do you think? is important for people to know about love and relationships. Just be realistic. It's not, mm. it's not like you see on TV. It's not like in the movies. It's usually not falling in love and knowing instantly this is the person for you. It, yeah. Love, love happens over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's better and better. I mean, it's nice to set your priorities, but mm-hmm. You know, there, there's only a few basic things that really, really matter. So what matters most? Loving the Lord. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I'm so grateful for you too, and I love you lots. And I'll get emotional if I keep talking. So we're going to end the episode. <laughs> Happy Valentine's you, Day, Natalie. everyone. And spread the love and be passionate. Bye. <laughs> oh. All right, we're back because there's an important aspect we forgot to leave out, and that is sacrificing things for a relationship. Go ahead. Right. So I was 26 a month before when we got married, a month before I turned 27. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember I had all the freedom, in a sense, in the world. I could do whatever I wanted, when I wanted. And when you Spend go into a relationship and get married, <laughs> then that changes drastically. You mm-hmm. don't have, in a sense, that freedom that you had before. But and that's not that's it's not a bad thing because if I had lived my whole life single, 
Mm-hmm. It, it would be, it wouldn't be as fun. I'd miss out on a lot of things. Hmm. But so, that's, that's something people have to get over. They have to get over that. Yeah. How did you get over it then? Enter the relationship. You just have to. Did, I don't know. Just, you have to make a decision. And then, and, it was just you know, part that's of that the right thing transition. to do. I've always heard married life is better than single life. And would you agree, Dad? Like when you were 27? Definitely. In that mindset? Definitely. Yeah. With that, well, I think we sure, enjoyed sure. being single, but it, yeah. at the, it was just time. But yeah. We, we found each other. We were compatible with each other. And we thought, yeah, this will be good. And it progressed. So, yeah, I mean, we didn't, I don't know. We weren't sick I'm of sure, being single either. I'm sure mm-hmm. in some cases, you know, some people, they don't choose to be single. It just happens. And other situations, people, you know, it is, it can be a choice. You, mm-hmm. you could uh, sacrifice and, and go into a relationship. And it's often a choice. You I just think how we choose it. Mm-hmm. I met, I met a lady, she's in my parents' ward, and she was 40-something, and she was a very accomplished musician and was in the symphony. Mm-hmm. And she acknowledged the fact that she was married to her music and the symphony and her career and that. And she said, you know, 15 years ago, I should have redirected my, my passions a little bit so she could have time to date. But, and she never did, but she was bemoaning the fact that she mm-hmm. didn't do that. So... Yes, there's always sacrifices. Mm-hmm. And um, the sacrifice, you sacrifice something that's not, you don't realize it at the time, but it might not be as important. And you end up with something better, right? Right. Kind you end up with something better. Sacrifice. Goes back but to faith, you right? Realize that. Yep. You don't mm-hmm. realize it at the time. Yeah. Well, thanks for this little added snippet. And we'll talk yeah. to you later. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye.